2: To claim your free welcome bonus, that's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life.
1: No purchase necessary. BTW route void report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. plus. Hello and welcome to Rose Edge, your one stop shop for soccer news. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, it is Pod on Instagram and it's soccer on Twitter, of course. I'm here with Hannah East. You right, Hannah?
0: I am all right. How are you, Sue? Okay?
1: Good. I'm good, thank you. Yes, well, the two that she refers to is little Mike Stavroux. How are you, Mike? <laughs> I'm very well, thank you, Joe. Um, how's everyone's week been, Hannah? You've, been, you've had a romantic getaway, haven't you?
0: We, yeah, I have had a kid-free weekend. So I feel, I want to say refreshed, but just really hung over. Um, but I've loved watching the uh, Olympics, having the time to actually watch it. So I feel like it, we've had the Euros and we've had the Olympics and I'm just living my best life.
1: <laughs> How many times do you think in the group that we have, the WhatsApp group, Mike? did I say to Hannah, oh, if you want to meet up while you're in London, just give me a shout. And she just didn't, didn't acknowledge not acknowledge. It's when you
0: said, whereabouts are yeah. you staying? I was like, I'm not telling you. It'll be there. <laughs> Hello.
1: I was just trying to meet up with you. I, I thought maybe I could meet up with you and your husband for a drink, maybe just like a half. But you didn't, not only did you say, oh, no, we're too busy, you just didn't even acknowledge it.
0: <laughs> I just totally ignored you. I'm sorry it's about rude, that.
1: not she? Really, really, really rude. Done. I'm sorry. when nice I sorry. Though.
0: A really nice time, thank you. Yeah.
1: Excellent. Good. I don't yeah, want
0: to don't talk you. anymore about it because I feel really guilty now.
1: <laughs> don't, don't, it's absolutely fine. Uh, Mike, how's your week been?
2: Yeah, it's not been bad. Thank you very much. Just uh, very laid back. Uh, like Hannah, watching a bit of the Olympics, but I'm still not completely into it. Like I like some events. Like for me, the most exciting ones so far have been the skateboarding and BMX, which are not real not really been Olympic events for a long time I think skateboarding is the first first year actually so yeah not my favorite but you know something to put put on in the background I've
0: been setting my alarm to get up during the night to watch the swimming Ugh. that's how sad I am you yeah. are the
2: worst type yeah. of person Hannah
0: I know I am like literally but I, <laughs> I'm really a, a swimming coach so I used to swim like four hours a day so I really enjoy watching swimming and setting my alarm for two thirty to watch it
1: I've I'll got to go and um, record a, a, a podcast for a major UK radio station after this, which is all about the Olympics. I haven't watched a single second of any of it.
0: Let's hope I they're haven't. not listening to this right now.
1: I don't mind if they are. So professional. Honest. It'll still sound all right, but I'm making it up. I haven't, I haven't seen any of it. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, I've had a good week. My flat flooded. I lost my wallet and then I got sick from the second COVID jab. So, But apart from that, it's been quite good.
0: But you said your flat got flooded with poo. Didn't it? It got
1: flooded with it got flooded with sewage.
0: Yeah, it but you I had visions of you just lying on your bed with feces like around your bedroom, just floating on the
1: floor.
2: My, well, it's just a normal day.
0: It was <laughs> Yeah, before the flooding. My
2: yeah.
1: next door neighbor actually had a poo in the bath. No, no, not he Did didn't he? go for a poo in the bath. What she oh, called. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, sorry, Stephen Claire, that didn't sound like <laughs> it's meant to. Right. Um, Only a couple of weeks left until the new Premier League season. Let's have a look at how the big six are shaping up. Uh, Hannah, Manchester United Mm. might be quite good.
0: I think so. Um, I think, well, potentially we've got, like, there's hope there, isn't there? There's positivity for for United fans, which I think over the last few years, it's been a bit negative. um, But it's nice to see Ollie's. hopefully, what he's been building um, is going to come into fruition. We need some silverware, don't we? So I'm hoping that's going to be. This is a season. It's going to happen.
1: Mike, we know Sancho's in, but it looks like Rafa Varane is coming in as well. Is that that deal's not quite
2: done yet, is it, or is it? Uh, it's agreed in principle. I think he just has to do his medical now. So pretty much, it's done. Um, it should be a statement signing, Joe, but I'm not really sure it is. Like, I think you know Madrid. I no, I just think in in terms of the actual player, they're getting a obviously a very good player, World Cup winner. Uh, experience but I feel like his best years might almost be behind him and I I feel like Madrid have shafted United a bit because he's literally got a year left on his contract and they're getting what I think it'll probably end up being around 40 million for him which is a lot of money for a player that has a year left and is is 28 years old so yeah of, of course he will improve the team but is he a statement signing like a Virgil van Dijk or someone of that ilk probably not one thing I will
1: say is Virgil van Dijk came from Southampton. Rafa Varane has come from Real Madrid where he won three league titles, four
2: Champions Leagues, and he's won a World Cup. So <laughs> I would say... No, I mean, in terms Rafa- of like the, the transformative effect that, that yeah. a centre-back like that can have, I don't think he'll be that sort of signing. Obviously, he's a much bigger name, but you, know, you always have to go by profiles rather than names. I would say that this... I, I think, and I don't want this to be the case, I
1: think he could be their Rio Ferdinand. He's 28 years old, good on the ball. He's quick. Feels like a perfect complement to Harry Maguire yeah. for me. The idea of Manchester United having a, finally having a really good centre-back partnership genuinely scares me because you go that back four now, the way Luke Shaw's playing, fantastic. One of the best left-backs in Europe at the moment, probably. Mm. Um, Aaron Wan-Bissaka, fantastic defensively for Ram Maguire. I think there's still a question mark over the keeper, though, Hannah. Like, I mean, David De Gea, Henderson, I don't really know who's going to play next for United.
0: No, and it's it's a, it's a difficult one. I think um, the, I'd, I'd say David De Gea was was absolutely unbelievable for a very long time, and I think the last two three seasons he's is sort of disappointed fans a little bit. And I'm speaking from a, a United fans perspective. Um, I don't think I don't think he's he's as as magical as he used to be. I don't think his touch is quite as good. And I know a lot of people disagree with me on that. Um, but that's that's sort of the general consensus with particularly with David De Gea
1: and mike uh, solskjaer has got a new contract i mean why he's not going to go anywhere is he? what i don't i don't think why did united need to pull the trigger there
2: yeah i mean i saw a talksport host recently say that um every every bad football conversation starts off with that that sentence by the way but um he basically said that no <laughs> other of the 19 premier league teams would actually take Solskjaer. and a lot of people agreed with him um i don't really agree i think it's a little bit harsh but if Solskjaer's building something At the moment, he's only at the bungalow stage. Like for him to get up to Townhouse, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. I mean, they've you know, they've they've lost in a final, they've lost semi-finals and multiple. So I still feel like there's a lot of work to be done. I think this is the this is the season now where he'll get a test because it's a little bit like like Frank Lampard in the sense of very young, inexperienced manager was obviously like legendary status as a player. Um, and he did well when the pressure was low. And the expectations were low. All he had to do was get them top four. He's done it. Now Ollie's actually got the big name signings in Sancho and Varane. So this is the real test now, and he's either going to sink or swim. Hannah, you're in the property industry. Is that
1: <laughs> is that how it works? When you're building a house, do you build a bungalow and then you go right? That's that.
0: You like? Do you then know then what? You- Take the roof off. Let's make it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Two Adventure. story,
0: right, a and then and then we're going penthouse, right? <laughs> penthouse, and then yeah, a tower at the end. I mean, I've never heard that analogy before, especially when talking about there football managers. That Manchester United are currently at bungalow stage, um, but it's well probably true to be honest. Everyone's got such mixed opinions on Ole, haven't they? Like you say, Mike, you know he's he's kind of building from the youth, but this season I think is going to be the ultimate test because people have been very patient at the moment. Again, we've had like tur- like very turbulent years since Sir Alex left. You know, the likes of Moisey, Van Hal, It's like we need to see results now. And people have kind of put their trust into Ole, thinking he's going to do the right thing and build from his youth. But we need to see that that result. And I think this season's going to be, as you said, the ultimate test for him to build Poppong from that bungalow.
1: In, to build from the bungalow. It could, it could be a three-storey by the end of the... Oh, my God, can you imagine? Love imagine that. High ceilings, lovely. Paul <laughs> um, Pogba's got a year left in his contract. Will he, won't he? I mean... Who knows? I just think he needs to go. He doesn't want to play for United, does he? Um, let's talk City, though. Grealish. Looks like he might be coming in for 100 million quid. I uh, Lots of people seem to think he'll sit on the bench. I don't think he will. I think he's going to go in as kind of that, that David Silver replacement. Yeah. I, th- I mean, I don't know. That feels like the long term plan for me, Hannah.
0: Well, if anyone's going to get the best out of a player, it's going to be Pep. Isn't it? And like you say, he's probably obviously wanting to unearth like the next um David Silver. But I don't know with, with Grealish, it's it seems astronomical money. Is is he really gonna be worth um that those those figures, those stats? I mean, he didn't quite win Gareth Southgate over, did he, really in the Euros. I'm just not sure. I'm just not sure there. I think the expectation is is way higher. I mean, he's like up there with sort of penthouse. Kind of mm. status at the minute. And I'm not sure. I think he's talent maybe a block. two bed semi kind of vibe. I'm not sure. We'll see. We'll Jack, see.
1: Jack Grealish is a semi. Uh... Nothing wrong with a semi. <laughs> yeah,
0: not if it's Jesus Jack Grealish.
1: Um, <laughs> something he knows about, doesn't it? If you believe the stories put Anyway, right. Uh... <laughs> um, but yeah, Grealish, I mean, Mike, the player I compare him to, and I'm, not, I'm absolutely not, not saying talent wise, but style wise, is Ronaldinho. Because okay. he's got that kind of, he, I'm not, Ronaldo's one of my favourite players of all time. I've got a Ronaldinho football big head on my shelf, tasteful. Um, you can tell I live alone because I've got <laughs> a series of novelty, 90s football big heads. But he kind of walks around and like kind of strides about and looks for pockets of space to create in, And that's great if you are Ronaldinho, yeah. but he doesn't do any of the other stuff, the shape, the tactical stuff that, that a team needs. And I wonder if Pep could get that out of him, Mike.
2: Yeah, it's going to be a bit of a weird one because obviously Villa he is the main man like Dean Smith just says to him give the ball to to everyone give the ball to Grealish and let him do the work. So it's going to be extremely different proposition but I just think he like in terms of talent level he's that good. He's probably like one of the best like English talents we've seen in the last I don't know 5 5 years or so, I I would say. Um and he's just exploded onto the scene and I I think Hannah, you've been a little bit harsh about about the England thing. I think because it's yeah because he's a, he's he's a sort of player where um, he needs to be the the star man um, yeah. and very much, Gareth Southgate was very much like players that he could trust and because Grealish has not yeah. really got an England profile, he wasn't yeah. he, he wasn't really thrown on. Um, so, maybe I, don't maybe know. I guess
0: that could be a bit unfair of me. When I I think the point I was maybe making and didn't articulate myself as well um, is the fact that there's huge expectation on, on Grealish now, isn't there? Yeah. Going into a massive team for a massive price tag. And is it fair to have that unreal expectation on him? Because he's not as experienced in terms of his silverware mm. and stuff like that. So is it a bit unfair on him before he even starts there? The pressure is like way up there. And, and I think yeah. um, it's maybe unfair on him going into that team where people are going to be like right we want 20 30 goals every season is that realistic mm. but like say if anyone's going to get that out of a player it's going to be
1: Pep it was a bit that was like a mic drop um yeah I don't know I I think if he goes in I think he'd be a tremendous signing for them it's not like I think when other players have gone there like do you remember when Scott Sinclair went there yeah and it was like <laughs> And he's going there. It's like, yeah, I think I'm going to get in the first team. So like, you're the only person who thinks that. i the like, yeah. You, you are yeah. rubbish. Um, Mike, I can see you. You've been trolling me a little bit in the running order today because um, it was quite a controversial intro. I won't mention it now. This is a family-friendly <laughs> podcast. But you've also said Harry Kane's set to join him. That's, 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 that's just not true, is it? He's, I know there's talks scheduled with Daniel Levy and Harry
2: Kane next week. I don't think he's going, though. It was actually Harry Kane sets joining in question mark, wasn't it? <laughs> my apology. That, that changes it. That completely changes it.
1: Yeah. Wait, it actually not... just says Harry Kane to follow. Dot dot dot. Can you imagine yes. that
0: combination though of, of Jack Grealish and, and Kane? That's oh. that would oh, be pretty lethal. Oh yeah, dirty. That'd be great. Oh. Mm. It'll, It'll be
2: th- nasty.
1: Oh. Um disgusting. But do you actually do you actually think Kane's leaving? Because he's 28 years old with two busted ankles mm. and Levy wants upwards of hundred million pounds for him. Do you actually think that he's gonna go?
2: Well, I mean, if he does, it means that Man City will be spending two hundred and fifty million um on two players in one in one window, which seems, you know, astronomical, but you wouldn't really put anything past them because I think one window they spent £150 million on fullback. So if anyone's gonna do it, it's City. And I think the time is now already because Now, the papers are saying that that Kane wants to go. It's, you know, it's his choice. And if he does stay, what version of Harry Kane are you going to be getting? Are you going to be getting the completely committed one that you've had all these years? Or is it going to be someone that's sort of like just there because Daniel Levy doesn't want him to go and won't accept anything less than 150 million? I I don't know. I think for you, like as as much as he's your star man and, and key player talking about Spurs, sometimes you have to just let the birdie free another another
1: is that a phrase
2: nothing (laughs) as you will
1: let the birdie free yeah well do you know what I do actually we do do need to let the birdie fly because Kane Kane is not the sort of player to down tools go and strike any of that stuff I really don't think he is but I just think you don't want an unhappy player there Mm. full stop it's bad for the dressing room it's bad for the club it's bad for him as a player. He's been an unbelievable servant. And if he just goes, honestly, look, this club can't match my ambitions. If, are you going to go and spend 200 million pounds to rebuild the squad? If the answer is no, you've got to let me go. And if we get 150 million quid, that would transform us. We have that team needs so much work. And I just think, I, I, uh, yeah, I think if it is 120, 130, 140 million, I think it would genuinely. Best for everyone. Um, I really you, genu- do. Thinking- you
0: genuinely do, do you?
1: Yeah, I do. Wow. And I would like to see. Harry Kane's been an amazing servant. I've said it before in here. He's the I love best how you're calling
0: to- him a servant.
1: But servant of the <laughs> what club. What was his, yeah, not- uh,
0: his salary? <laughs>
1: uh, he's the butler.
0: <laughs> he wasn't um, serving anyone, hon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> that weird, vaguely sexual comment. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I think he's been an unbelievable player of Spurs. He's the greatest player to ever play for yeah. the club. And I think if he wants to go, I mean, we've not held up our end of the... We, it's not me. Daniel Levy <laughs> has not held up his end of the bargain in terms of... My mate Daniel. Yeah, in terms, of, in terms of the club's ambition. And I don't know, I just think it's time to let the birdie free, as yeah, Mike says. Them free. Chelsea has always obviously got eyes on them in the transfer market, but not been doing loads. They're looking for Jules Kunde, the young French centre-back who's at Sevilla. Um, been linked with Lukaku. I don't think Lukaku would come back, would he, Mike?
2: I don't think so, because based on how well he's done in, in Serie A and the stick that he got while he was in the Premier League um, at Manchester United and even like Chelsea fans, I don't think they, they rated him at the time. I feel like, why would you? He, he just won the title. He scored like 20 goals um, in, in back-to-back seasons. Obviously, Antonio Conte has gone from from Inter, which, you know, maybe could have, could have changed his mind a little bit, but I think he'll he'll stick there. Um and yeah, why would you go back to a, a club that just that didn't really give you a chance and, and tossed you out? They've, they've done it so many times, and you think you think they'd learn Chelsea, wouldn't you?
1: And I think he benefits as well a little bit in um I mean he's a good player at Everton, to be fair. He did all right at United. I didn't think he was a bad player at United at all, to be fair. But he's benefited in Italy from I think the slower pace of the game. Because that his kind of well, I suppose his key attributes are obviously getting on the ball and being pretty unshakable off the ball. And he's also obviously shed a bit of weight, added a bit of pace to his game. So I think he's really, really thrived in Italy. And I think the Premier League is a little bit more robust, and a little bit more physical. And I don't think that would necessarily be best for him. Uh, Olivier Giroud has gone to Milan, uh, Hannah. That's mm-hmm. so glamorous, isn't it? That a man, that handsome in Milan. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh.
0: Absolutely beautiful.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean that is that is catwalk stuff written all over it. Um, Timo Werner, the, one of the biggest flops in recent Premier League history. Oh, um, oh, well, That's harsh. <laughs> is it harsh? But true, I, mean, I guess. But poor little we actually- Timo. We're lucky enough to actually have Timo on the show to, 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 to defend himself. We might do. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> so we're lucky enough to have Timo on the show today. Um, Timo, how, how, how do you feel about the upcoming season?
0: Well, I'm so excited to be at, uh, at Chelsea. Uh, you see what they did in the Champions League uh, with Frank. We talk about things like systems. Uh, he wants me as a, a player. I am very happy.
1: Timo Werner there so <laughs> thanks Timo thanks Timo thank you thanks Timo extraordinary if you think that, that that's not Timo Werner it is just, just google him because that is how he speaks um, but Mike he basically I think it was something like nine he'd have had nine more goals in the Premier League or something if he wasn't caught offside last season do you think he can finally learn to play a yard further back
2: yeah but that's like saying if, if a bungalow had two floors you know <laughs> like this it's it's exactly the same thing it's just completely like ridiculous because it is literally his job to stay on side so how could you say that you know how could you say that how could you say that (laughs) oh god I'm going to release a video this week called Mike's metaphors
1: (laughs) just a little package of Mike's questionable wisdom um he's a good player though isn't he gets into good positions Do you think he might might have a better season
0: well, hopefully, I mean, it's how as a from a, a player's perspective, how do you think in terms of like the pandemic, not having fans in, you get a real, a true representation of a team when you're playing in the home games and you've got the home fans around you. But how hard must it be, really, for, for new signings, new players that have come and, and playing? And, you know, people talk about the squad and the uh, being playing at home. But actually, when there's no fans that have been in stadiums and stuff, are you getting a true representation of the passion for that club? And I know we can get fans back in this season. And that's why I'm sort of hoping that some players may may shine. If you're a bit more of an extrovert as a player... You thrive off that atmosphere. And I'm hoping that, you know, this season we're probably going to see some players that will really step up a little bit more, give that extra
1: 10%. I think these guys, there's certainly a question of a lot of these guys thrive on the pressure and the passion yeah. and the atmosphere and that kind of thing. And just aren't the same players when it when it that's not there. Yeah. Um, I suppose, yeah, there's two sides of the coin for a new signing, aren't there? Cause you don't get that atmosphere, you don't get that boost. But equally if things aren't going well, you don't get the criticism from the fans. Yeah. Cause they will turn on you. Quite quickly, um, I've been guilty of doing it myself several times <laughs> with several players. Um, I mean, Hannah, who's going to win the league? That's
0: so. I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm, I'm putting it out there. I, I mean, if City um, sign Grealish, if they sign Kane, that you don't even you you're done. The season's over. City, hundred oh, yeah. um, percent. But equally, you know, I'll always say you never. I'm, I'm hoping that Manchester United are going to pull through. Um, this season, I really am. I'm really excited to actually be able to sit in my seat um, for my season ticket and actually watch a home game um, for Manchester United. But with their new signings, I'm I'm hoping that it's gonna we're going to be up there. Are
1: you going to be back there? You're good, you're 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 taking your season ticket.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I've had it for years, so. I've never apart from the guy that sits next to me not my husband um, the guy on my right hand <laughs> side
1: his his he's breath sleeps in my bed honestly oh.
0: honestly I just don't even know who he is um yeah he, the guy that sits next to me on my right hand side um his breath is so offensive it's like he's eating a sandwich and every time, sometimes I'm like, "Please don't let United score. Just not now. Like it just it stinks." So um, I kind oh of looked God. at, you know, maybe ways of moving my <laughs> moving my seat just to get away from it. Why breath. can't
1: Why can't your husband? swap seats with you because
0: he likes the guy on the other side and he said he's not going to sit there because he can smell it when it goes downwind and he's oh breathing my. it's oh, so bad awful. it's honestly um i know that's kind of not the question that you asked me because i digressed about a man's smelly breath but it really puts me off and i've offered him a mint a few times and then if united do score i'll get like a little smint and try and flick it in his mouth but yeah <laughs> it stinks Proper do you like, stinks. A,
1: would you like a smint some listerine yeah. Um, (laughs) toothpaste toothbrush (laughs) I would actually I'm not I would actually be emailing the club and saying I want a different seat because and I would say because the guy next to me stinks and it ruins the game
0: okay I'll I'll see what that I mean I'll see what they come back with I'll do that on one day because they
1: they know you're not lying because no one would be mental enough to make up that excuse. would
0: they have ever had an email like that before I don't think so I'm gonna Um, try it
1: I turned down a season ticket at Spurs this year, so it kind of shows you where where I think we're going to be.
0: Did you get it free um, in a leaflet?
1: Uh, no, I'm only joking. In a magazine like those old, um, like you used to get like, oh, pardon me, sorry, I'm just joking. Like, like you used to get like Davidoff cool water, like you'd rub on yourself before you go to Oceano. Yeah, it came free in FHM. Oceano. <laughs> um, Mike,
2: where do you think, how do you think Arsenal are going to get on this season? Um, can we save Arsenal for next episode? Because it brings me too much pain to talk about. Yeah, go on then. yeah. <laughs> um, I'll give you my, I'll give you my Premier League winners. I'm yeah, gonna, go for it. I'm going to disagree with Hannah, and okay. uh, I'm going to go with Chelsea.
0: Are you? Because
2: okay. yeah, I think if they if they can bring in a striker, it will be a huge bonus. Um, and I'd fancy them even more. But just because, yeah. like the way they just blew opponents away, um, in the in the Champions League by not even being you know spectacular, but just grinding games out, um, taking their chances like it's so defensively solid I think that that they can do it because I, I I think they've got enough going forward to to break down the smaller teams and they've yeah. got more than enough in the big games you know they beat Atletico they beat um, uh, Real Madrid as well on the way to the Champions League so I feel like they tactically took it got it spot on and I feel like he'll be able to navigate it through and and, and see them through but I still think they do need a few positions but you look at their squad, and you know they spent all their money last season. Really, like in the in the COVID window when no one else was was improving, they got they spent so much. Like Havertz, who I think is going to have a huge season for them. So I think all the elements are sort of coming together for them to to win it. And Chelsea are always up there, anyway, aren't they? So I think they are my they're going to be
0: the underdogs, aren't they?
2: <laughs> oh, here, the we here,
0: here we go. The
2: underdogs.
1: Here we go, underdogs. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting, isn't it? Because right, so obviously Tuchel. Came in and had like, what, 15, 16 games, whatever he had in total. Won the Champions League. Made them, I would say, the best team in the Premier League after Christmas. And it'd be interesting to see if he can maintain that for an entire season. Um, right. Anyway, something else we've got to talk to you about today. Robin Van Persie said, how do you say Ricky Ricky Puig? Ricky Pig? <laughs> <laughs> how, do you, how do you say Ricky his name? Pig.
2: R- Ricky Puig, I think.
1: Ricky Puig. Ricky, Ricky the pig. Um, <laughs> Robin Van Persie Ricky said the- that Ricky Puig... Um, at Barcelona, looks like his son. Um, Hannah, do you have any famous lookalikes?
0: Well, actually, uh, yes, I do. Um, there's a, obviously, everybody knows what EastEnders is, which is like a, a southern, um, what would you call it? Soap opera. Soap opera, that's what it
1: is. <laughs> I would call it what it is.
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a soap opera. And <laughs> one of the main characters on there has got two sons, and she's, she's called Peggy Mitchell. And the day that I gave birth to my second son my my brother sent me a picture of Peggy Mitchell um her character is is sort of quite short with white hair and she's got like yellow teeth with rather large chest um and quite an aggressive character um and my brother the second like literally within an hour he's like oh my god you've had two boys here Peggy Mitchell and then he says I look like her as well also been uh there's a a, <laughs> a Yorkshire actress called um uh, somebody froggart and people Joanne genuinely froggart. Joanne froggart. Pete, I, I, I we do look alike, so
1: um, yeah. oh, Joanne froggart's lovely. I interviewed Joanne froggart, did you? And she's got sort of like she does sort of quite a weird, like intense, like starry thing when you're talking to her. Oh. I liked it, well, did you? <laughs> yeah.
0: Sometimes people say to me, Oh my god, I've seen you, I've seen you um on TV, and I'm like, Oh, presenting like a live sporting event, and they're like, No, in um Coronation Street, in and Downton. Yeah, that that wasn't me. Not me. But I don't
1: mind the comparison. I thought in EastEnders you were going to say who's that woman who's quite hard with the Kat short Slater? hair. No, no, the woman with the short blonde hair who's quite tough.
0: Pat Butcher. <laughs>
2: Not Pat. Uh-huh. Butcher. <laughs> 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 oh, is it? Is it? Is it Shirley? Shirley, Shirley. Oh, Oh, Joe, that is horrific. That
0: is so cruel. You're a nasty man. You are a nasty (laughs) man, Joe Forrester, and I am not your friend anymore. After I saw a picture of you when you were, what, eight years old when you were, like, you looked very different when you were younger. Joby. Um,
1: I'm fat, and also one eye is about three inches higher than the other. (laughs) Um, my, um, my mate did reply to that and say, I didn't know Quasimodo played for your school football team. Oh.
0: Well, you deserved it. I want five minutes. I'm not friends with you anymore.
1: Um, oh, wow. Sorry, sorry Um <laughs> uh, Mike, who, uh, who who do uh, who do people say you look like?
2: Um, I've got Hugh Grant before, Colin. Uh... <laughs> you... Um, no, I've actually got a really awful one, which I don't really know if I want to say, but, um, I don't know if anyone knows Khabib Nurmagomedov. I
1: do the UFC fighter, yeah.
2: Yeah, he's he's really ugly, but I will take it because he's like he's hard as nails, and he's yeah. he's beating up Conor McGregor. So I will take that. Um, but yeah, I think you look like Mr. Tumnus. You know, in
1: oh, the uh, have
2: yes. you ever seen the BBC Narnia.
1: adaptation of Narnia, where um, where James McAvoy <sighs> is Mr. Tumnus and he's got a little beard. And I can imagine you waiting by the lamppost when you come out of the. Come out of
2: the closet, so
0: especially with the hot the pants wardrobe. on that you're wearing tonight.
1: Come
2: out of the closet. <laughs> no, it's not the closet. It's a bit of an accusation, it? Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> it's the wardrobe, yeah. <laughs> it's the wardrobe. Not,
1: the, not
2: lion the Lion, witch, witch, in the Closet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, you know what? I would, I would take James McAvoy though. So I, that's sort of half a compliment. I get, um, I get two. So I get Meza Erzil.
1: Um, okay. Don't nod. <laughs> <laughs> but like because especially when I was thinner my eyes were quite googly sort of pointing out the side of my head so I looked like a, a bit fish. like a chihuahua yeah 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 like that um <laughs> or uh Wayne Rooney or um daytime tv presenter Stephen Mulhern oh yeah, goodness yes, yes you it. do yeah
0: he's yeah you same kind of energy do.
1: as well I, um, I once posed, uh, posed for a photo with a child who thought I was Stephen Mulhern at, at the Nickelodeon Kids Awards, so it was a happy day for why were, Why
0: were you at the Nickelodeon Kids Awards?
1: Don't worry about it, Hannah, I'm not allowed to talk about it um, <laughs> because of the ongoing case.
2: <laughs> Sorry, Your Mike. words, your words, Joe.
1: <laughs> Wayne Rooney's been up to mischief, hasn't he? He's injured one of his players, Mike.
2: Yeah, he's a naughty boy, isn't he, Wayne Rooney? I don't think they actually have many players. So to actually injure one, in, uh, <laughs> reportedly injure one in in training um, wasn't the best idea. But yeah, Derby are a huge mess, aren't they? And they, uh, it sort of feels like Rooney will leave. It's just a matter of time because uh, he's not gone particularly well. So I don't know, let's, let's, let's see what happens. But he's a bit of a how naughty did he, boy.
0: How did he injure a player?
2: He smashed, he, he smashed into Jason Knight, didn't he?
0: Brilliant.
1: During uh, during training, yeah. Which actually, in year 10, Mr. Fendley did to me. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> In we, what we context? Were, <laughs> Mr. Fendley came right through the back of me. <laughs> <And> we <laughs> were, <laughs> um, so he was a physics teacher. We used to call him the Whippet. Um, and he had like a little hole in his neck. He was really weird, Mr. Fendley. He was a horrible bloke. Um, a and hole if you listen, in his neck? Yeah, like a little hole in his neck. I don't know what it would not You couldn't like see it and put your finger in, but he had like a dent in his neck.
0: Um, Imagine being at school and trying to put your finger in your teacher's neck. <laughs> like this is
1: not it? Yeah, is it was really horrible weird. to me when I was like, sir, what's that? <laughs> you know, I, mean, I, was, I went to school in Manchester. You yeah, put well, the mean, hole Jordan. in his yeah. neck.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, but yeah, we were training once and I had the ball. And the next thing I know, I just felt a tremendous collision from behind. And next the thing, next thing I knew... <laughs> you were pregnant. <laughs>
0: um,
1: yeah, next thing I knew, I was on the floor looking up and Mr Fenley was running off with the ball. But you can't complain, can you? Because he's not going to get sent off or even free kick because he's the teacher. So there you go. That's my Mr Fenley story. Um, and if you are listening, sir, thank you for all the education. <laughs> That's probably a good place to leave it today, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, right, thank you very much for listening. If you want to get in touch, if you've got any lookalikes, do let us know. It's at Rosed Pod on Instagram, Rosed Soccer on Twitter. Um, thank you very much, Hannah.
0: Thank you, as always, both of you.
1: Thank you very much, Mike. Cheers, Joe. And we will see you next time. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.
0: With Lucky Land Sluts, you can get lucky just about anywhere.